Good morning and welcome and of course, thank you for listening to All Things 805, connecting community, culture and climate in Ventura County and beyond. I'm your host, Miss Allenette, and this show is part of the Allen Network. Of course, I got an incredible show for you. I always feel like this show is incredible because it's just people from our community that are trying to do amazing things. I won't say trying. They are doing amazing things here in our community, always putting their best foot forward in any way they can about things they are very passionate about. So on the show today, I have John Marquez, the executive director of the Santa Paula Chamber of Commerce. He'll be speaking on the beauty of the city of Santa Paula, what they have to offer, the future and upcoming events that the city of Santa Paula is working on, as well as the Santa Paula Chamber of Commerce and what they do in their community to inspire businesses and um, to help market business and a whole bunch of other things that um, Chamber of Commerce does in the city of Santa Paula. Uh, Shout out to John Marquez. He's a good dude. I like him. Also um, on the show is the founder and executive director of Filipino youth arts organization called Penai Spear. I pronounced that wrong during the interview about 87 times. I'm going to do, (laughs) but um. I always struggle with Tagalog. Um, I sp- struggle with Spanish too. But Jen Benitez is on today to talk about her organization and an upcoming fundraiser they have and the work that she does in the community. So keep it here for that interview with Jen Benitez. Also in the 805 Artist Spotlight is New York grown, but 805 local Elijah Walker here to share his story. And for the first time on all things 805, a little bit of spoken word. So keep it here for that. Also, I have the All Things 805 Community Calendar of Events. I'm going to run down some things that are going on in the 805 community, local events, and you know, so you can go out and support these events and also, you know, just have some good fun. So let's get into it. Coming up on All Things 805 is my interview with John Marquez, Executive Director, CEO of Santa Paula's Chamber of Commerce. Um, another fabulous guest in studio with me right now come to talk about the beauty of our city Santa Paula okay we have John Marquez from the Santa Paula Chamber of Commerce hello hi Thanks for having me. Oh, it's great. Great to see you. Yes, good it's to good see you. to see a nice jolly face in the morning. You know? <laughs> <laughs> know, everything's been through the computer, so it's actually kind of nice to be in person. Yeah, so. it is. Yeah. It's, it's nice yeah. to be actually sitting across from yeah. a, a real person yeah. sometimes, uh-huh. you know? Exactly. Yeah, so you came to share the beauty that is Santa Paula. Yes, Santa Paula is one of the hidden gems in Ventura I, I, County. I know. Yeah. I know this, yeah. you know? It's beautiful there. Yes. The entire valley, the heritage Valley. Mm-hmm. I mean, Santa Paula Film Art Pyre, that whole stretch off the 126. Santa just, Clara Valley, yeah, yes. Santa Clara mm-hmm. River Valley. It's mm-hmm. all beautiful. So, yes. you know, with all the orchards, the avocado and orange, I mean, avocado, lemon trees there. Um, it's just a beautiful drive for anybody that comes through the 126. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, tell me what your role is 
at the Chamber of Commerce of Santa I'm Paula. The, I'm the CEO of, of the Chamber of Commerce. All right. Being that we're a small community, it's like I'm a one-man show when it comes to that. <laughs> so if you know how that works, you know. I do know how a one-man yeah. show works. You, yeah, you're playing just, the drums, you got the cymbals, you got a trumpet, yeah. you got a guitar, you got it all. Yeah, yeah. That's part of a, of a small community and a small business. Because uh, mm-hmm. we are. We're really actually a small business within the community as right. well. Mm-hmm. So I do have a team, though, which, you know, for the first year when I was a CEO, I mean, I was I was a one-man show. And now I actually have a good team of people that work with me that help with, you know, help with the community as well. Mm-hmm. So Okay. Yeah. Speaking with John Marquez, uh, Santa Paula Chamber of Commerce, the CEO. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get it right. I'm talking to the big man right here. So um, a lot of people might not know what purpose a Chamber of Commerce for a city serves. So kind of explain to the people that are listening to All Things at 05 really what a Chamber of Commerce is. That was my first question when I came in the Chamber. I started mm-hmm. three years ago and it was just, that was my question. It's like, what does a Chamber do? And you know, my board, they're all great and stuff, but they really were like, yeah, we, we are here for the community. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, what does that mean? Yeah. You know, so <laughs> over these last three years, I've learned that, you know, we're here to advocate for businesses, to help them. Uh, we were a connection with the commu- with the uh, city and the county. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do marketing. You know, we're kind of a one-stop shop for everything. Every business has a different need. Yeah. And so... You know, we can't set it up as a one style. This is what we do. You have to fit in our business. Yeah. That's not how it works. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll come to one business and they have a certain set of needs and we have to take care of that. So Mm. another one has a different set of needs. So some are larger companies, some are smaller companies. So we have to adapt and adjust. Some need more marketing. Mm -hmm. Some need some help with with some financial steps. So we find them, you know, uh, we hook them up with different companies that need that can help them. Uh, so we're we're here to make the the community grow, make the community better. That's what our job is. You know, working with the city to help advocate for our businesses if they have some issues. We go to the city and we work with them and say, hey, can we help these people out? Whether it's with permitting or just stuff, signs, painting their building or just anything that they have, uh, we're there for them. Mm-hmm. So we we are more of a we help the community. Every chamber is kind of different. They all have their different avenues of what what they do, but. Ours being that we handle mostly small businesses, mm-hmm. you know, in Santa Paula, because we really don't have any large businesses. So we have to kind of adapt and adjust to people. Mm-hmm. You know, some have more money than others that want to do more things. So, yeah. but we just, we're, we're here. My job is to help businesses get better, help our community get better. Right. How that happens, it always varies, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, the pandemic really changed how we do things as well. You know, a lot of our, our, of our focus shifted to helping businesses find grants and you know business loans and doing over the last year you know venture county had some great uh, programs going and we helped them with that even for for filling out applications um you know uh, working with edc so we we connected them any way we could to help them so when people say what does a chamber do it's just like well we do a little bit of everything you know whatever the needs are and right now we market for the community Mm. so we're we're giving our our members and just businesses in general uh, opportunities to promote, you know, mm-hmm. and through our website, um, we we do some outreach for them as well. So uh, so yeah, it's 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 we don't really have one set way of doing things. It's just if I can make a business better, that's our job. Okay, you know. So mm-hmm. well, yeah. yeah, John Marquez, uh, CEO of the Santa Paula Chamber of Commerce. Things have changed a lot with the pandemic. Yeah. People had to spend a lot of time alone at home mm-hmm. trying to figure things out for their family. And during this time, I I think a lot of people launched 
small business. Yeah. So what are some uh, tips or actually not even tips, what do you need to do to launch a business correctly? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, no. what are the what are the steps? <laughs> you know, with the what's funny with the pandemic, um, you know, a lot of business got shut down, a lot of people lost jobs and stuff. But I look at it, it creates opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people that have home-based, you know, hobbies yeah. have all of a sudden tried to make it a actual job yeah. or actually career. Um, and we learned over the last year, we started doing, uh, back in December, we started doing an open market, like in a, in downtown Santa Oh, pop-ups, yeah, yeah, the pop-ups. And we brought in a bunch of these business, or potential mm-hmm. businesses that were pop-ups. So we work with the city to kind of just say, you know, hey, let's get them like a one-day permit. Let's have them come in here. Let's try it. They're not businesses, but what they're trying to do is this could be a potential business because a lot of them were still out of work. Yeah. And so we brought them in. Very and, smart. And, yeah. And give them an opportunity. Shout out to the city of Santa Paula yeah. for doing that. Yeah. yeah they've been great working mm-hmm. with us. And so what we did is as we've been doing them on a monthly basis, We've actually worked with several of them to to get business licenses and launch legit. Yes, yes. exactly. Mm-hmm. And they're finding out that this is something that we can do full time, you mm. know, or potentially full time. Yeah. So the city has been fantastic. They've been really letting the chamber take the lead on it, and they're just like, whatever you need from us, we'll work with you. Let's slowly get them to convert these into permanent businesses and find a location for them downtown yeah, storefront, or wherever, yeah. kind of storefront. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of them are converting over. We we probably in the last year we've probably converted four or five businesses that are now are, are hobbies that have now become businesses. Legit, yeah. yes. And so <laughs> nice. you know, so we're looking at at locations for them. If not, they're just going to continue to do these marketplaces and stuff, but it's actually becoming a business. And, you know, if we can get them to, to get annual business license stuff, that helps the city as well. Mm-hmm. But even so, they do one one day permits, which helps the city as yeah. well. So so that's over this last year, we've been educating a lot of our, of our citizens that have been thinking about doing a business and we're giving them an avenue to try and see if it will be. And so uh, so we're really happy that we've seen 40, 50 businesses within the Santa Paula area that are considering doing stuff like that. It may not happen, but if we can convert a handful of them over, open storefronts, I mean, that's a huge success, not only for them, but for the city as well. Yeah. So those are the kind of things we're trying to do right now. It's more of an educational thing, but giving them the opportunity and the avenue to do this, to, to try, try it. Because yeah. really, before the pandemic, they really didn't have that opportunity. Everybody's hitting that nine to five. Exactly. Yeah. And they would once in a while do it. But these are uh, uh, individuals that have been doing this monthly for us, and people are starting to follow them. Social media has been huge for them. That's how they advertise for free. We've been advertising for them. And it's now becoming something that they're considering making a business out of it. Yeah. And so it's really been successful. We've been proud of what we've been doing for them. Um, and that's kind of one of the other avenues that we've shifted to to help our, our community grow. Wow, that is really yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish other cities were that open. <laughs> yeah, I will say this with Santa Paula. When I've been I've been with the chamber for three years, and and the city's been nothing but great to mm-hmm. work with us, and we have that open relationship with them, and they are actually helping to bring more businesses within the community. Right. So, so I mean, kudos to them. They, they've done a fantastic job. I mean, I've been really happy working with them. A lot of them are my friends. Yeah. We all grew up together, yeah. so it makes it a lot easier. They're the homies. With... Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm raised in Santa Paula, so I, 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 I know a lot of people, 
And uh, no, it's it, you'll find with Santa Paula, we're a real tight knit community, mm -hmm. and we're here to make people better within our community. Yeah, um, no. it's not easy out here right now, and we're all just trying to do yeah. our best to figure it out. Yeah, give some tips to business owners. Like, why do you think it is so important to be a member of your chamber of commerce? Well, a lot of businesses, especially a small business, you get into your comfort zone mm. and you don't really want to expand. It's, it, you know, it's scary as a yeah. small business. My parents owned a small business for 30 years downtown Santa Paula. And it's tough. It was tough to think outside the box, to go outside of your comfort zone. And we found a lot of businesses are in that same position. When the pandemic hit, a lot of them couldn't figure out how to, how to move forward, you mm. know? You have to think outside the box. You have to. You don't have to do a lot. You just do a little, little things here and there, and it could make all the difference in the world. But you have to reach out to people for help. Mm. A lot of them don't reach out for help. They want help, but they don't know what to do. So it, it's okay to call your city. It's okay to call the chamber. It's okay to call somebody and ask, "Hey, I need some help." There's a lot of free advice out there. Mm. EDC does a great job. The Economic Development Collaborative, they do a great job with providing free advice for you. Uh, Women's Economic Ventures, Weave, they're another program that offers a lot of free advice for people. So so we, I always say, you know, ask for help. If you're in a position where, where you're not sure where to go, you know, you're struggling, you know, reach out to somebody. We're here for, the Chamber's here for everybody, mm -hmm. you know, not just our members, but we're here for the community. And, and that's my advice is like, especially in the pandemic right now with, you know, paying rent and, and you know, just so having enough money for supplies and stuff like that, you know, reach out. You know, you, you got you I hate to use the word pivot, but everybody is pivoting and mm -hmm. trying to do so. And people that have been reaching out and doing that have been very successful um, online. You have to think about online sales. You know, small businesses, it's okay to start putting your stuff online. You know, um, that's a great avenue. You know? Social media. Social media, free advertisement. You know, that that's huge. Through the chamber, we do a lot of the social media advertising. We advertise in our traditional VC reporters, Santa Paula Times, and so on. But we've found much more success doing the free advertising on social media. Yeah. And so that's what I tell people is like, put put it out there. You know, you just have to create a page on, on Facebook or Instagram and people will follow you. That's what a lot of our home-based businesses are doing. That's that's how they do the outreach, you know. Mm -hmm. So so you got to get out of your comfort zone sometimes, especially right now. The businesses that are being successful are the ones that have made that shift. You see outdoor dining is another thing. Oh, yeah. Downtown Ventura. I mean, it's the businesses that shifted to. Man. It's huge. We. I know, hope it never changes. Yeah. I hope it stays like that forever. Yeah. My family and I went out there a few weeks ago, and I hadn't been out there in a while, and it's fantastic. Downtown. Love it. Yes. Yes. I know. It's cocktails to go, too. <laughs> exactly. I, I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. People <laughs> might like that. I don't know. Yeah. Cocktails to go is always a good thing, you know? So, uh, um, but, but, you know, these are businesses that have been thinking outside the box they've yes. adapted and adjusted and these and a lot of the cities have been giving them this avenue so don't be afraid to think outside the box and if you're not sure call there's mm. a lot of the city's a great resource any city is a great resource and they'll find you the find you the uh the resources any chamber within the within the county call them they're yeah. there to help 
Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be a member. You can just call and get some free advice. Right. And like I look at, I don't really ask for members anymore. What I do is I provide a service for everybody. And then in turn, I hope that they join the chamber because they see a value in what we do. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I look at it. It's like, let me prove to you what we can do. And then help me out at some point down the line when you're ready. You know, I don't want to say, well, you have to pay me to do a service. No, that's yeah. not how we operate. Our focus and my board has been super supportive of this. It's like, let's help people first. And then at that point, you know, they see value. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, you know what? I, I like what they're doing. Let's help them out too. It could be through sponsorships for events. It could be, they don't have to be members, mm-hmm. you know? And then our members that we do have, you know, we offer other services for them as well. They have a page on our website. They, they, they have training, business training that's available through our website as well. So they have all these other avenues that we do for members as well. So there's so many things out there, but you have to ask. Yeah. You have to get out there. Mm-hmm. Get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. yeah. So we have John Marquez, um, CEO of Santa Paula's Chamber of Commerce. So um, so you're talking about these monthly pop-ups. So when's the next one? <laughs> um, the next one we're going to have will be on the Friday after Thanksgiving, which I think is the 26th of November. Mm-hmm. I'm not, my date's correct. Um, and we're going to tie it in with our local farmer's market. Um, we have a weekly farmer's market, certified farmer's market in, in Santa Paula. Very smart. Very smart. Yeah, yes. that the chamber is a, uh, uh, we're one of the, the sponsors of it. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to do is tie in a arts and crafts market with it. And our farmer's market's right in front of the old train depot in Santa Paula, which where my office is, is in the train depot. So uh, we're going to expand it for the holidays as part of, you know, the Black Friday sales or Small Business Saturday weekend. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have uh, probably 40 to 50 pop-ups that will be running along the railroad track area, the, the uh, railroad plaza, to tie into our farmer's market that day. Nice. And it'll be an evening market, which is kind of cool. You know, it'll be cold there and mm-hmm. the cold. Uh, but we're also going to have the whole depot plaza lit up for the holidays. Oh. So the city is decorating the whole thing. So it'll be kind of a really cool Christmas atmosphere. Yeah. So that's, that's what our next one's going to be. Uh, we're just starting to put that together and just you can go to our chamber website we can go to our facebook page and, it, and it'll all be there in the next you know a couple weeks we'll have that out there okay so john marquez ceo of santa paula's chamber of commerce um you just mentioned your website and how you know if people would like to join the chamber or they just need to reach out to you guys because they just need a little bit of assistance and they're trying to launch their business or they just need some help getting it on track or just like you said pivoting mm-hmm. so just go ahead and give out your contact and yeah. let everyone know how they can get involved yeah they can go to our website santapolachamber.com and it's got all information on Uh, not only how to sign up for a chamber, but there's some business assistance stuff. There's stuff on vaccinations Mm -hmm. through the county as well. So they can go on there, they can sign up, they can actually put a request in there and it comes directly to me. They could call the office at 805-525-5561 or they can visit our Facebook page, Santa Paula Chamber um, Facebook page as well. Okay. So all the, the Facebook page will have the latest information, mm-hmm. uh, the quickest information, and then it gets put on our website. But, but yeah, if they're, they can call, they can email, they can, they can visit the site. You know, So we have all the information there. All right. Well, thank you. One more time, the website? SantaPaulaChamber.com. All right. Thank you so much, John, for being here and sharing your info about the beautiful city of Santa Paula. We love that city. I love going there and driving through there. There's a barbecue joint 
<laughs> on Harvard, I think. On it? Harvard, yeah. Mm, yum. Yeah. We've got some great restaurants. you oh, got to come out. Yeah, yeah, and you have an old school, what is it? Right next door to that is an old school, like. Foster Freeze. Foster Freeze. Yes, they've been there forever. Old so, school yeah. Foster Freeze, yeah. yeah. family owned business. They've been there for generations, and, it, and it's fantastic. Uh, last yeah. time me and my mom went to Santa Paula, mm-hmm. I said, I want to take you to this barbecue joint. Mm-hmm. And we pulled up to the barbecue joint, and she was like, Foster Freeze? Are you serious? So we got an ice cream too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Barbecue and ice cream goes together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But there's so. so many other restaurants in downtown, yes. especially downtown Santa Paula. Mm-hmm. If you've never been there, visit downtown. It's got a great old charm look to it. There's museums out there. Visit the airport. I mean, the airport's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a restaurant in the airport. There's so many things that are going on in the community. We have great events coming up in October. So, you know, they can visit the website. We have pumpkin patches. There's ghost walk. There's mm-hmm. so many different things that are going on in Santa Paula in the month of October. So, yeah, please visit the, the SantaPaulaChamber.com website. Uh, you can also go to the city website, too. They have a lot of great information. If you're ever considering moving to Santa Paula, Go to spcity.org, and you can find out everything about Santa Paula. So uh, we have a bunch of new homes being built in Santa Paula, too. So we welcome everybody. Thank you so much. John Marquez, CEO of Santa Paula's Chamber of Commerce. Thank you for joining me on All Things 805. Thank you. And the All Things 805 community calendar of events is up next. And it's time for the All Things 805 Community Calendar of Events. Let's see what's going on in Ventura County and beyond. After the show today, you might want to head over to the We Are One Market. It's at the Pacific View Mall on Main Street in Ventura. There'll be 40 plus vendors inside of the Pacific View Mall. So head on over to the We Are One Market today from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. And In-N-Out Burger is having a cover-to-cover library reading program right now through November 13th to promote reading in children ages 4 to 12. For every five library books read on your reading level, you'll be awarded a certificate for a free hamburger or cheeseburger at In-N-Out. If you need more information about how you can get your free cheeseburger, yes, you need it with cheese, animal style, please, from In-N-Out, you can call the Oxnard Library at 805-385-7535 or check it out on their Instagram at Oxnard underscore library. Also going on today is a day at the pumpkin patch put on by Prancer's Pumpkin Village. Come out and enjoy a family day at the pumpkin patch with small business, music, yummy food, a petting zoo, hay rides, live music, and more. Today from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., 3075 Johnson and drive in the city of Ventura, right off the 101. And the Ventura County Plant Swap is holding a plant swap on October 24th from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. Mark your Google calendars and prep those plant babes you've been hoarding for the big event. It's at Topa Topa Brewing in Ventura from 12 to 3 p.m. And literally, it's a plant swap. You bring your plant babies and you can go home with somebody else's plant babies. If you need more information about that, check out their Instagram, vc.plant.swap. Also going on today, wow, there's a lot going on today. The Art Day at the Beach, brought to you by 
Oxnard Revolutionary Student News at 3.30 p.m. 935 Mandalay Beach Road. Join them for banner making, some snacks, good vibes, and a beach day. Check it out on their Instagram at Oxnard underscore RSN. And Fimbustry, along with Hot Mama Events, is hosting the Fimbustry Fall Marketplace. If you need more information about that event, I'm just going to say go to www.fimbustry.com to check out that all-female pop-up that's going on October 23rd, 11 to 4 p.m. And that's your All Things 805 community calendar of events. If you would like to get your event mentioned on All Things 805, please send us an email at allthings805radio.com radio at gmail.com or you're always welcome to dm me your event on all.things.805's instagram still on the way on all things 805 is my interview with jen benitez director of peanut sphere and your 805 artist spotlight is on elijah walker It's all things 805. I'm Miss Alanette, and we are connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond. And on the phone lines right now, I have Jennifer Benitez. She is the founder and executive director of a Filipina youth arts organization called Panaispear. Panaispear. Okay, so. Um, I know Pinoy, but I don't know Pinay. Pinay is basically redirected from Pinoy, um, mm-hmm. which is just Filipino descent. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinay is just more of like the feminine. Oh. Um, yeah, it's just kind of like Latina, Latino. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. kind of redirecting it from Pinoy. It's a self-reference to Filipinos. Growing up here in Oxnard, I had many uh, Filipino friends growing up. That word to me meant like family. Yeah, I think like through the years, it just became a term of endearment. Like when I would hear others say like, is she Pinay? Is, she P- is he Pinoy? Or, mm-hmm. you know, anytime someone would, would reference them to that word, it, it did become more of like a term of endearment. I think it's kind of like aloha where like it could be used mm. as like a greeting or, you know, a salutation. Okay, so tell me about Penai Spear. Tell me what it is and, and what your organization does. Penai Spear is a nonprofit organization. Uh, we promote pre-colonial culture and art by fostering skills for um, Filipina, Filipinex identities, um, young adults and youth. Uh, and we provide free art programs, one-on-one mentorship with established artists in the industry, um, in the arts industry. And then we also create annual art awards, ceremonies, um, along with exhibitions with the artworks that they create in the program. Why did you want to create this, um, this program for Filipino culture? I feel like the main importance is of course, representation, right? There uh-huh. was no representation. There was no support. Growing up in Ventura County, I was born and raised in Oxnard. I feel like, unlike now, unlike today, where we're kind of, you know, finding those hubs, but, but back then there was literally nothing. 
you know, for us. And we're the third largest ethnic group aside from whites and Hispanics in Oxnard, in Ventura County in general. Mm -hmm. So it comes down to that representation. It comes down to the sisterhood versus competition, building up women leaders, heroes, recognizing like these innate qualities within each other. Because growing up, I felt like there was no Filipino camaraderie. We were always like in competition with one another for Mm, some reason. Interesting. You know, and it wasn't like, um, you know, in comparison when you would see like other cultures, like how, you know, they would all come together. But like, and and this isn't to this my culture, because, you know, we're all immigrants kind of dealing with our own trauma. But that's that's kind of the way things were in the 90s. And so it was really trying to create something that allowed this sisterhood to be built to create a doorway into our totality. You know, So, so like many of us have like these collective wounds that go deeper than us just being girls or women and recognizing that many of us are like crying for a deeper connection, trying to like unfold this like colonized mindset. And as I was going through that healing, my own healing and my own journey, I was like, you know, there needs to be something for uh, Filipino Americans. It's all over San Diego. It's all over the Bay. We could do this in, in Southern California in Ventura County. So yeah, that was the spark of it was just like going through my own healing, figuring out why there should be a need for it, you know, like what, what's the need and can I fear came about, you know, like, I feel like it was one of those ancestral messages that came to me. On the phone lines with Jen Benitez, um, founder of Penai Spear. This is basically for Filipino women. Obviously, you felt there was a real need to connect. Like mm-hmm. Filipino youth and young girls. So ages 12 through 17 that are in high school. And then we work with the young adults. Um, 18 through 24. You would like to get your programs into schools or you're in museums and and you're teaching them about their culture through art. Is that the basis of what you're doing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So right now we have three mediums, which is illustration, fashion and healing arts through dance. So those are the three. So, yeah, that's how we want to offer it um, throughout Ventura County. When we created our curriculum for our art programs, like we really dived into the decolonial work and trying to figure out how we can retell the stories from where you your ancestors originated from, like telling that story first mm-hmm. and then going into the artwork, you know, looking at artworks and having those conversations and seeing how others would use their artwork as as a healing tool and as a way of communication to get minds to wrap around such a difficult context Mm -hmm. you know it's like then all of a sudden we can explore new pathways into understanding Mm -hmm. you know because you're just like wow um I could see that in the artwork but it removes you from having such a heavy conversation into it just being about the art itself you know and and it's not like attacking somebody or feeling like that person has to get offended by what you're saying because we're talking about the art so we're removing like you know the blame or shifting certain things by by focusing on that one thing like having a focal point in the conversation that's my framework is really understanding how we can have these difficult conversations because trauma is is not easy to unpack Mm -hmm. trauma is not easy to unpack and some people have you know deeper wounds than others um so we're really 
intentional about the way we created the curriculum for for these Filipino youth. One thing I do want to mention, like we had over, I want to say 50 organizations here in Ventura County, Filipino organizations. We're down to like two or three. Wow. Is it post-pandemic or is it just because there's no, no longer I mean, need or no longer people pushing for it? I think it's because majority of the people who came here were all immigrants and saw that reflection in one another. And so there was that bigger need for it. And then when first gen started, you know, to navigate through all of that, Mm -hmm. it was a disaster. A lot of the first gens were left hanging because immigrants weren't teaching their children like how to live in America. It was like the dynamics were completely different. They had no idea how to parent that. There were a lot of like Filipino gangs that were happening. All of those organizations started to die out. Gang activity in Filipinos just skyrocketed at, at that point. I remember just being around that and it was Filipinos against Filipinos all the time. Pinoy's and tonight, you know? And mm-hmm. so a lot of those organizations disappeared. People started moving away. People got older and then it started to disappear. And I really find that frustrating. The fact that we're the third largest ethnic group in Ventura County and there's only two, three organizations that exist is really frustrating to me. Mm. Like I'm here to revive, you know, and, and find a way to figure out like why can't we build that community? And and not to just be inclusive to Filipino descent, but it's like I have to start there. I, I, I feel like it'll make an impact. On the phone lines with Jen Benitez, founder of P Spear. You're having an event coming up for a, is a fundraising event coming up. Definitely. So uh, Sampaguita in my pocket is a fundraiser event. And this one specifically is private just because I want to try and learn the educators in the school systems mm-hmm. and um, museums to kind of get them to see what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are looking for press. We are looking for volunteers. Uh, we are looking for youth artists and any small businesses that would like to donate to our raffle prizes. We just kind of want to raise funds for our programming and infrastructure because right now it's all kind of grassroots funding. Mm-hmm. We're still working on grants. Um, so a lot of things are just like coming out of uh, my pocket, board members' pockets mm-hmm. and just, you know, trying to invest and then, you know, make this happen. We did get two sponsorships, one from Red Bull and Urban Decay, another local Pinai business, uh, Lotus Real Estate. So I want to shout out because she's amazing for for doing her monthly donations too. It's been helping us a lot. And Herzog. So Herzog is also donating their venue. You can donate on our website, PinaiSphere.org. There's a donation link on there. You can donate anything you'd like from $5 to $5,000. If you are interested in making a donation, please do so. You can contact Jen Benitez. Um, they are still looking for small businesses who would like to donate um, gift cards for their opportunities to win, um, any kind of prizes you would like. There'll be a silent auction or they're still looking for sponsors as well. So um, go ahead and give out your contact information one more time, Jen Benitez. Sure. It's tonight here at gmail.com or you can visit us at tonightsphere.org and um, you'll find my email there too. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you. Thank you so much, Alanette. Love all things 805. Still on the way is that 805 Artist Spotlight on Elijah Walker on all things 805. In 
studio right now with Elijah Walker. He is in our 805 Artist Spotlight today. Hello, Elijah. Hello, hello. It's a pleasure to be here. So you are not from the 805 originally. <laughs> no, I am no local. You are not. not. No, no, not no. at all. I'm from Queens, Queens, New York. But obviously you live here now. Mm -hmm. So tell me how your journey led you here to the 805. Absolutely. So um, started from young, uh, the whole journey. No, mm -hmm. I um, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, well, back when I was a, a twinkle in my father's eye, you know. <laughs> um, so uh, it was senior year, and I didn't want to live with my aunt and uncle. Mm -hmm. It's a long story. My father passed when I was young, and my mother just wasn't around afterwards. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I gotta get out of here, and I want to go to college. Yeah, college uh, at that time was it was three hundred thousand dollars for four years. For engineering in New York. I know, right? I, I was like, yeah, I'm going to join the Navy. <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> um, the irony was a year and a half uh, into the Navy, mm -hmm. New York said, we're going to waive all tuition for residents. So wow. I was like, oh, well, it is what it is. Yeah. But, um, but you're, I'm in the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> in the, yeah. So um, after going through that, I've had, you know, beautiful experiences uh it's just long hours you know i i guess i had a good mental fortitude it wasn't too terrible seen some things mm -hmm. done some things uh travel the world love japan gotta go see it again um mm -hmm. but yeah I, afterwards i was like uh so you know california is my last duty station why not uh go to college why not start college out here there's worse places to go to school and so, so you settled at was it point magoo or port wainimi that uh, you ended up at it was a uh, Point Magoo. Point Magoo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you ended here. You in, ended your Navy journey right here in the 805. Absolutely. As many, you know, black folks settle here. You know, <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful community. And um, that's how I was born here. Because mm. my grandparents met in the Navy. So mm -hmm. um, with Elijah Walker, and he is an MC, a poet, and a producer. And now an electrical engineer aha uh -huh. uh -huh. yes you are sure so yes, yes. you uh got out of the navy or you used your money from the navy or you were studying yeah. while you were in the navy so uh as long as you do 36 months uh, of active duty time they'll give you 36 months of college and mm -hmm. so they paid for school and oh. uh, i got my school completely done uh, i might go back for graduate stuff later but as of right now I'm exploring the world in this paper, <laughs> building up master plans, you know what I'm saying? And <laughs> so how did we end up becoming a producer and an MC? Like, is that just something that was in, in your blood or, you know, you needed to express yourself past your engineering mind? <laughs> uh, so audio engineering and electrical, I just, I've always been curious. I'm a scientist. Okay. From five years old, I've been blessed to know exactly what I want to do with my life. And that mm -hmm. is study science and create tech. Uh, my father, though was hip-hop personified. Mm. He was born in South Bronx, and mm. he lived through the creation and development of hip-hop. Hold on. The South Bronx. The South, South, South Bronx. Bronx. The South, South Bronx. Bronx. Okay, hey. there. Okay, continue. Hey, shout out to the BX. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, he would have graffiti all the time, played hip-hop all the time. My brother picked up, you know, uh, digital uh, studios, mm -hmm. FL Studios. Mm -hmm. When I was 13, he taught me. He was like, yeah, this is how you open it. This is how you save files and do things. From mm -hmm. there... Just been practicing. And so yeah. I'm 27 now. Uh, it's been 14 years of me uh, grabbing 
any sound that I love, I sample the world, and mm-hmm. then producing is where is one of uh, my passions. Okay, absolutely. You are a poet, and mm-hmm. um, I wanted you to uh, take an opportunity to um, give us a piece of spoken word here on All Things Eight Hundred Five. Um, this is the. 805 artist spotlight um it was the music spotlight but i wanted to change it a bit because i wanted to open it up to people that are poets or people that are um visual artists and i know you're a visual artist as well mm-hmm. and you just gotta find ways to create for yourself don't you you just gotta i'm a serial creator yeah i'm addicted to it yeah so i'd like you to give us a piece of poetry if you don't mind absolutely okay um so I'll give you a little context because I feel like it makes the art better. Uh, in the military, sometimes you just stand there at attention, protecting things that need to be protected. So they call it watch. And watches are sometimes 12 to 16 hours. So this is a night watch I did where I saw the sunrise. And it was so profound that I wanted to uh, encapsulate this moment. So this was October 12th, uh, 2018. Gradients of blue when the sun and the moon are aligned with the mind and the mind is in tune. Like the mines in the pyramid and the mummies in the tomb. Like the pride of a lion and the baby in the womb. Gradients of green that lie in between. The median, the mean. The mode of transportation we call a dream. The gap that bridges and binds the seam. The range of light, Elohim. Gradients of violent. When the cosmos is silent and the whole world is quiet. And a lone scientist can get lost in his science. Stuck between an alliance or defiance. Absorbing stardust from ancients and giants. Gradients of red from a star once dead that fled the impossible to reincarnate instead and burns through our retinas to bleed in our head the stars we have chosen, the sparks we have left. Gradients of pink that make a man think when his soul is in sync. From the soul to the solar cistern he drinks, too awestruck to blink, but yet we do wince for fear of a message we may miss. Gradients of orange when the mind is a key in the sky is a door hinge that lets you know something so short could be so important. And the flood of the ancients comes down like a torrent. Gradients of yellow when the cosmic clouds bellow. And the gradients of old return to their echo. And the grip of the darkness mellows and lets go. And the stars of our ancestors greet with a hello. To return to the sky blue when the sun and the moon are aligned with the mind. And the mind is in tune. Through more than space and time, the sun and the sky shining so bright. Only reveals one truth. You made it through the night. Mm, Nice. I, I love that. I love that poem. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, you break down every color yeah. of the sky. Did you see the sky the other night? Oh, it was gorgeous. You know, it's crazy. After being here for, I was like, I haven't seen thunder in like two or three years because it never rains here. And I was like, man, I hate this place. There's no season change. <laughs> There's not enough black people. And I miss thunder. So thunder and lightning was dope. Thunder and lightning and a purple sky. Mm. Perfectly purple sky. Gorgeous. A whole bunch of print songs. <laughs> I, purple rain for real the sky was all purple there were people running everywhere yes trying to run from my destruction mm. uh. in the studio with elijah walker mc poet producer and engineer yeah let everyone know how they can contact you and find out more about what you're doing your music and um yeah, what you've been up to. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. If you don't have my number, you ain't contacting me. Oh, like, man, that's cold. That's a um, cold game. I know. I, what can I say? <laughs> um, I deleted all my visual art, but you can check out uh, EBW Echo Bravo Whiskey uh, Productions. Um, that's my Instagram. Um, but uh, 
for the most part, yeah. If you type that into Google, you'll find damn near everything I'm doing. That uh-huh. is my business name. That is my website name, Instagram name, and it's linked to everything else. So Elijah Bram Walker, but it's just EBW Productions. Mm-hmm. Okay, in studio with Elijah Walker. <laughs> Um, and uh, you also bought me a song to play. Um, mm. Tell me about this song, Wido. 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 So this is off of, oh, I, I do an album every year mm-hmm. on my birthday. It's okay. a homage to me and my dad. Uh, my birthday is May 10th. This is May 15th. Um, hey. When's your birthday? The 11th of hey. May. Taurus is Taurus in the house. Gang, gang, gang. Hey, let the horns come out. Oh, wow. Man. <laughs> dope, dope. Cool. So, um, yeah, this song was off of an album called Free Therapy. Uh-huh. Uh, and the whole album is themed on, you know, self-reflection and introspection. It's free therapy for anyone who listens. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I had to charge a price. So it's now $1.99 <laughs> therapy. However, <laughs> if, me up. if you hit EBW, you can, you can get it for free. Just let me know. Okay. Um, if you have his number, though. <laughs> Cold world. Oh, no. Um, but this song is uh, just me calculating all the infinite possibilities uh breaking down the rubik's cube of how to overcome uh white supremacy how to overcome uh systematic oppression how to overcome um just negative uh situations and so why does me kind of extrapolating out and you know asking why though that's a good question a lot of those things we don't know why yeah well uh elijah thank you so much for being here and being part of all things 805 and i appreciate you go ahead and give out your contact information one more time just so people can know where to contact you elijah absolutely um ebw productions um uh, that's my Instagram, ebwproductions.com is the website. Um, you can look on Spotify, all, all um, streaming services under Elijah Walker. I don't have no stage name. Mm-hmm. What you see is what you get. Mm-hmm. E-L-I-J-A-H Walker. So that's me. So introduce this record for me, Wido. Wido. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I've been wondering. I've been thinking. You know, just play, just play. The, 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 the song will speak for itself. I can't even. Okay, can't even. okay, let's do it then. All right, uh, Elijah Walker. Um, this is his record, um, Wido, on All Things 805. I've been thinking, we've been rapping, we've been singing, we've been trapping, we've been tricking. Why my niggas still broke though? We've been shooting, we've been banking, we've been slanging, we've been moving, we've been grooving. Why my niggas still broke though? Highfalutin, watch your gluten, what you chewing, Dr. Sebi, I be seeing why my niggas still broke though. Institution, constitution, restitution, revolution. These are reasons why my niggas still broke. That's on God, that's on raw. I'm a god, that's a job. This is real, no mirage. Wear condom, no menage. Lost your pub. That's your problem Niggas love getting robbed That's the system Institution If you winning Then you losing Always buying Not producing Start a bank Fuck a job Know yourself Fuck a nod From the whiteies And the slimy Got a homie from the noose That's my dog He go roof He don't bite He just shoot He think powder is the truth He don't know no better He just trying to hold up His roof I can't show him nothing He already grew in his roots Dying of thirst I'm describing the curse Divine it as worse They killing the children They born in so what is it worth if you finally free but all of your family still hanging from 
trees I can't help but preach I can't help but teach I can't help but see I've been thinking, we've been marching, we've been preaching, we've been smoking, we've been drinking. Why am I getting still broke though? Yeah, yeah. We've been running, we've been sweating, we've been counting all our blessings, even Carrie Smith and Wessons. I'm for real, bro. We've been shucking, we've been jiving for these diamonds that these crackers keeping hiding. So my is still broke, bro. Yeah, yeah. Institution by the nation, how we let them infiltration. I'm in raw, all I is still broke, bro. How you scared of my skin when I smile and I grin? You just racist, let's just face it. This is a whole bag of facts. European pedophile savages, give it back, wash your hands, you a whole bag of a bag, I'm in my duffel, reparations I want double, they better kill me, they in trouble, I'm not running, I'm not hiding, we not fighting, we not shooting, I'm not shucking, I'm not jiving, we not smoking, we not drinking, we not marching, we not preaching, preaching. we been thinking, we been rapping, we been singing, we been trapping, we been tricking, why my is still broke though, we been shooting, we been banking, we been slanging, we been moving, we been grooving, why my is still broke though, Highfalutin, watch your gluten, what you chewing, Dr. Sebi, I be seeing why my is still broke though. Institution, constitution, restitution, revolution, these are reasons why my is still broke. And I want to say thank you to all my guests, Elijah Walker, who was featured in the 805 Artist Spotlight, Jen Benitez, founder and executive director of Filipino Youth Arts Organization, Penai Spear, and also John Marquez, CEO of the Santa Paula Chamber of Commerce. Thank you all for listening to All Things 805. And I always shout this out. If you have an event that you want to get mentioned on the show, or if you are a part of an organization and have resources or information that you'd like to get out to the community, please send an email to my producer, Nancy Rodriguez, at allthings805radio at gmail.com. I'm definitely out here trying to get everyone's voices heard. I'm Miss Alanette, your host. And of course, I'll be back next Sunday connecting community, culture, and climate of Ventura County and beyond on All Things 805, part of the Allen Network. You should have been downtown. The people are rising. We thought it was a lockdown. They opened the fire. Them bullets was flying Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie Oh my, time heals all But you out of time now Judge gotta watch us from the clock tower Little tear gas cleared the whole place out I'll be back with the hazmat for the next round We was trying to protest and the fires broke out Look out for the secret agents They be planted in the crowd. Set a civil unrest But you sleep so sound Like you don't hear the screams When we catching beat down Staying quiet when they killing But you speak loud when we ride Got opinions coming from a place of privilege Sicker than the COVID How they did them on the ground Speaking of the COVID Is it still going around?